Welcome back, you guys, to AG University. I am so excited. I have so much energy. I have so much I want to tell you guys. I just, I'm trying to contain myself and my excitement because I have so many thoughts, so many things to share, and I want it to be really concise and easy for you guys to follow. But I always have so many cool stories that happen in between recording these podcasts. So I love to like give a story, but also I have purpose behind the story. I submitted a question and answer box on my Instagram and asked you guys, you know, what's something that you want to learn more about? So I took some of those questions and I'm going to answer them here. They kind of honestly perfectly align with some of the stories and things that I've experienced in the last few weeks, which is divine, divinely guided. Um, but also at the end of the episode, I'm going to be doing another affirmation card. So I'd love to have you here. And I mentioned in episode four that I'm now opening up my newsletter. So there will be a space for you to submit a question to me and I can take it to the Akashic Records. I Let me explain that process a little bit too, because that was one of the main questions. People were asking, what is the Akashic Records and how does this work? all of the things, and I'm just going to get into it. So first and foremost, hi, I'm Anna Grace Newell. I'm sure you've been following me on Instagram. That's probably how you found me, but honestly, maybe not. This podcast is getting shared tons of different ways that I never even expected, which has been really cool and fun and exciting. But I always recommend you guys starting with episode number one. This is a chronological storytelling podcast. I am going to be bringing on interviews starting next week. But in the meantime, just so you guys have a little bit more background as to how I got to where I am today, episode one is a great place to start because I really build off of that episode every time. I'm an intuitive guide, energy reader, Akashic Records practitioner, medium, you name it. When it comes to energy, I am well-versed in it. I don't know, trained. Um, I've been doing readings since 2020, and I am so excited to see lots of you guys joining my newsletter and the waitlist and just AG University community as a whole. I am going to find a way to make sure that everybody gets some form of attention, energy, or guidance for me, whether it's through this podcast, a one-on-one. I'm now opening up so you guys yeah, can submit questions publicly to the podcast. I am going to be randomly selecting questions and all the information that comes from the Akashic Records, I truly believe is universal teaching. There will be some takeaway or little nugget that will be perfectly divinely guided for everyone here on this podcast, because ultimately we're all searching for the same thing, right? Love and clarity and soul's purpose. So really excited about that. The process and a lot of you guys were like, oh my gosh, I signed up for a newsletter and you were immediately booked out again for another like few months. So the Akashic Records is basically like the soul's library that we all have. It is not a physical place. It is an energy, a consciousness that I tap into. A lot of people may have heard of it as angel readings and connecting with angels. That's what I believe. So this is probably the simplest way. It is a little, it's very dynamic. And if you're new to any type of spiritual concepts, this one is a little bit more complex. So essentially, Soul's Library, all of our thoughts, past, present, future, I am tapping into your soul's purpose. I can also see other energy in there that comes through as like your gifts or healing modalities or maybe blocks, something that you're not seeing that's holding you back. So there's a lot of ways, but essentially it's God's plan. It's known in the Bible, the Akasha, as the book of life. 
So that's really what it is, this book of life. So I'm tapping into this soul's purpose, calling on your highest self, who's always watching over you, which is this perfectly aligned version of you who's communicating information to me. So when I go into the Akashic Records, I'm just tapping into your highest self, God's plan. The information is coming from God, source, Gaia, universe, love, whatever word feels good to you. And I'm just working with a team of angels who are basically messengers for me. So I know it's a little out there, but uh, let me tell you what, <laughs> anytime I've done a reading, I've had people that are like, I have no idea how this process works, but they leave feeling the most clarity they've said they've ever experienced. So I love to talk about the Akashic Records because I just feel like it's such a helpful tool. At the end of the day, this is just the modality that resonates best with me. And I feel it is one of my gifts. You guys know in the last episode, I talked about how we all have gifts and this is just the one that I connect with. It does take about an hour of meditation for me to get really, really clear. I go into the Akashic Records I go to the beach. I get away from devices. I like wash my hands and do a little purification of my energy in the ocean. And then I open the Akashic Records, which is really just me saying a prayer and I insert your name and just really tune in with your energy. I do not have to be in person. It's another question. Like you guys know, the grid that I mentioned in the first episode, we are all energetically connected. I don't have to be sitting with you. We are all part of the same love, part of the same God energy. So we're all connected, right? So I don't need to be sitting with you. I actually get as far away from any form of energy, social media, all the things. I get my channel very, very clear. Go to the ocean, tune in with water, nature. I just write my old composition notebook and I am Claire Audio and clairvoyant, which means I see visuals. I can see you. I tune into your energy like a little movie and I'm just sort of watching your highest self play out this movie and she or he will be showing me information that you need or maybe they've been trying to send you in signs. All this information that comes through at some point in your life has come through to you or has resonated to you. Maybe you just ignored it or didn't see the sign of the message. So I find that whenever I relay the message, people are like, oh my gosh, like three years ago, I had this example come through. And so it usually lands or resonates. Um, I get the information. I write it all out in my composition, clear audio. There's different types of clairs, which is how messages come through for all of us. We all have one that resonates with us with us the strongest. Clear audio means I can almost hear or feel an energy that is on your team. Highest self, angels um, communicate with me. And then I write it all down in my composition and I'll write like five or six pages worth of information. So it's a pretty intense process. Typically takes, yeah, anywhere from 40 minutes to an hour and a half in totality, start to finish. I do that because it's very, it's like a ritual for me, like the meditation and going to the beach and just taking time to just unplug from everything so that I get really, really clear information. Because I always, I take my, readings really seriously. I want the information to be really clear. Um, so yeah, then I come back, I scheduled the Zoom with you and deliver the information in the Zoom. And sometimes I open the Akashic Records again for you on the call if there's something that you really have a question about. But for the most part, I am doing this um, sort of privately and then come back and deliver the information. So that's how the process would work too for the podcast going forward. If you guys have a question, I will go do my ritual and do my meditation, get the information, then come back and record. So that is why it's difficult. I can't do tons of these in the week because it is time consuming. And also energetically, I have to um, 
yeah, like nap or something afterwards. It, it, it takes a lot of my energy. I wish I could do readings all day, every day. Um, so yeah, I guess maybe that will clear up a little bit. People were like, why is there a wait list or why are you already booked? Which brings me to my next part. Then there were some of you guys that are like, I'm really interested in the Akashic Records. Could I tap into this energy myself? Yes, we all have an Akashic Records and we all can tune into it in different ways. I am actually working on creating an Aging University Akashic Records reading course so that you guys can learn to tune in. And once I get this course up and rolling, I am looking to certify Akashic Record readers through my program. They'll have to sit with me and go through some practice rounds and bring on a team of readers so that I can make this information more accessible to everyone. It's just so empowering. Whether or not you have any idea what the hell I just said, I... I've just seen it time and time again. Some of this information is just exactly what someone needs to hear in the moment. And I never, ever, ever tell anyone anything. People are like, what if you get something negative or bad? I don't even entertain that. I don't get negative information. I don't look for it. I don't ask for it. I believe everything is a lesson. I don't even really believe any of the information that comes through is necessarily quote unquote good or quote unquote bad. It's just information that you need to hear. Um, but I understand I've had readings before where people told me that I'm like, well, that was kind of a weird thing. I wish you would have told me that. <laughs> um, I don't go see any uh, psychics or mediums or anything anymore. There was a time in my life where I was just really fascinated and really drawn to the, the work, but that's just because I was stepping into my own energy reading practice. So I was drawn to it, but I really, really understand you know, what people need to hear, what's empowering and what's not. Just some things that are, are just meant to, I never ever tell people things they can't change. Like if you're going to have a death in the family or, and that stuff doesn't even really come through. But just so you know, I, I never tell that information. I don't look for it. It doesn't come up. And anything I share on this podcast, I want you guys to know that you are so freaking safe with me. Like I take this work very seriously. I take this podcast very seriously Everything that I do, I infuse it with love. I'm always rooted in love. Where Whether you're spiritual, religious, whatever you are, come as you are, we are all speaking the one same language, universal language of love and a feeling. And that's really all that I tune into. Um, so yeah, this is a very, very, very safe space, very sacred space. And this is truly where I feel like the most raw expression of myself in this space. So Yes. Anyways, that's a little bit more background on the Akashic Records. And yeah, I'm going to be opening up. I'm thinking of structuring, just doing these long format podcasts where I teach you guys things and tell stories. And then I'm going to start doing mini episodes where it's going to be like a reading with AG. AG, sorry, I, I refer to myself in third person because all of the copy we do for this is in, is in third person. You'll be doing a reading with me, but some type of like AG University collective reading. But I'm telling you the information I find we all go through seasons of life together as a collective. And I just find the information, even if you can't do a one-on-one -on -one with me, I find that the information in a group setting is sometimes even more powerful because I'm channeling everyone's energy together and it's just super healing and nourishing and just feels so positive and light. And that's just what I really want to reiterate is this all of the information Um it's, it's just so loving and it's not anything to ever, ever, ever be afraid of when it comes to your intuition, which is where I'm going to segue into the next part. So yeah, um, you guys, that information, everything about Akashic Records, join my newsletter. It's all there and that's where we'll really get into it. That's my little sacred portal. I don't blast this out on Instagram because 
I take this seriously. It's my pride and joy, my baby, and you guys are my babies. And there are some people on Instagram and TikTok who just, you know, they don't understand what I'm talking about. And and maybe they're, you know, they leave mean comments or say mean things to me, which <sighs> I hate because I just really want to help people. That's just like all I want to do. I want people to reconnect their intuition. So if that triggers you, then that's something on them and that's not on us. And this is a safe space. Okay. So next thing, I got a question from on Instagram. That's how do we know the difference between anxiety and intuition? Brilliant question or intrusive thoughts. So this is probably one of the most important things that I will start with today because tuning into your intuition is so important, so liberating because you just feel like you have this internal knowing that you can just tap into at all times. I literally feel like I just have like a best friend that I can consult. (laughs) And I label that my highest version of self. I'm like, I'm tapping into this higher knowing, this intuition, this version of Anna Grace or my guardian angel that's always looking over me. And it's just really, really comforting. So that's how I want you guys to kind of view this relationship. Like I want you to literally create your own language and communication system, however that feels you know, whatever feels good to you. So anxiety versus intuition. So your intuition comes through very, um, it's almost like a very soft knowing. Your intuition will never feel emotionally charged. So when you're having an anxious thought or a scenario that's playing out in your head, you might feel like fear. Or, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, why am I thinking this? this is going to happen? I don't want this to happen. Or my kids are worried. It's very normal to have anxious thoughts or intrusive thoughts that are these weird whack-a-mole thoughts that come out of nowhere. And you're like, what the hell was that? Was that my intuition? Is that a warning? The difference is that your intuition will come through very gently. There will be no emotional charge there. You won't feel fear. Your intuition is always very loving. Even if it doesn't totally make sense in the moment, there's a difference. And and you'll know like your anxiety might feel like your heart rate or your pulse or your palms start to sweat or something that just feels kind of, yeah, just a charge there. Intuition comes through gentle, loving, peaceful, yeah, I always kind of say like a quiet knowing, like it's just like I know, and I'm going to get into a couple of ways that I play with this intuitive voice, but there's zero chatter. Let me explain. When you have an anxious thought, an intrusive thought, or something that comes through, all of a sudden these scenarios start playing this, all this chatter, and what if this happens, and oh my gosh, I'm going to eat this, I'm going to work out, it turns into this like incessant chatter. That is not your intuition. Your intuition, I want you to think she is she is powerful. He, sorry, I try to keep this <laughs> gender neutral. I'm just, I'm using my intuition, but everyone's welcome here, however you identify. Um, this intuitive voice is sovereign, is regal, doesn't have to explain. We'll just tell you the information or show you, or you'll hear it, or you'll feel it in your gut. And you just got to take note of it and be like, okay, I felt this. So a couple ways that I play with it. I oh another thing too about anxiety or intrusive thoughts. I find they tend to take you out of the present moment. You know, you're all of a sudden living in a past situation or you're living in the future situation. Your intuition will keep you in the present moment and your present feelings. 
anxiety is typically a different time frame, the past or the future. You're worrying about something that hasn't happened yet, or you're stuck in a past moment. Um, so that's just another thing that I wanted to say, but the anxiety is chatty as heck. When there's all these chatty, chatty things going on inside your head or stories or narratives or why you shouldn't do something and blah, 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 blah. Even if you think maybe it's your intuition talking, typically if there's just so much narrative around it, I, I find too, I, I, all of a sudden I go, okay, you know what? I'm going to go within, I'm going to settle all this noise in my head and you can do this reset in like 10 seconds. And I tend to all... There are tons of ways to do body testing or muscle testing or testing information in the body to really know if it's intuitive because our bodies have so much intuitive information and it literally shows up in our muscles, like how our muscles react. Like if something is like triggering or negative or, you know, it's like, it's like when someone invites you to do something, you're like, oh, I really don't want to do that. You almost feel this, like your body kind of like move away from them or tense or you feel, or maybe your pulse or something changes. It's the same thing with positive. Like for me, if, if something is like a hell yes, I feel either very content, very settled, almost like just my body sort of really settles into the information or I might feel really excited or really happy or just like a love, kind of like a feeling of love or yes, oh, this just feels so good. Um, So there are ways to start to really decipher that intuitive knowing, but I would say the best way to start is starting with yes or no questions. And a lot of people do this... um, I've used a pendulum before. Uh, They're very uh, accurate for intuitive questions in the moment. You can look up a pendulum. It's typically something like that. I don't even really know how to explain it. A pendulum is like a chain with a weighted object at the end. Could be a crystal, could be a weight, whatever. And it it swings back and forth. And so it's an extension of a positive or negative reaction in muscle testing. This is scientifically based. This is not spiritual, religious, anything. This is just literally your body showing a negative or a positive charge, which is really useful when you're honing this intuitive voice, right? So you don't even have to have a pendulum. It's just an example if you want to look it up or maybe it strikes a chord in you. If not, no big deal. I just do it now with myself. Like I'll put my hand over my heart, hand over my belly, and I will say I'm calling on the highest version of Anna Grace, highest version of self, whatever you want to say, calling on God, Jesus, whatever words feel good in the moment, my guardian angel, ancestors, loved ones, whoever. And I say, you know, I'm asking for support and showing me how to hone my intuition. And I will often start off by asking myself a series of yes questions. So I'll say out loud, my name is Anna Grace Newell, which is obviously a yes. I'll say, Lots of things that are true, easy, yes questions. And just see how that yes feels in my body. Pausing really quickly, you guys. I am editing right now and I realized one thing I forgot to say that is very important. I meant to note when you are doing muscle testing, always propose the question as a statement. That's why I'm saying my name is Anna Grace Newell. Feel a yes. Pause. Propose another statement that your body will ring as true or false because your body already has that information. But that was one important part that I forgot to note. Propose the question as a statement. Okay, back to the episode. Love ya. Then I'll think of a time where something is like an absolute, pardon my language, fuck no. (laughs) Like, I want you to think of something in your life where you're like, that was a no. Like something where you're just like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. Like, think of a time like that when so-and-so asked me this. So, you know, am I going to do this XYZ activity? That's an absolute hell no. And see how that feels in the body. Like, do you kind of pull away? Do you tense? Do you tighten? I feel a tightness in my throat sometimes. 
And so that's just a little something I want to, this is a little, um, what is it? A little breadcrumb that I'm going to start dropping because when I do intuitive eating courses, we're going to go really intensive into communicating with the body, but that's kind of a precursor as to how it works. I want to segue this information with the courses so you guys kind of understand the process and how it comes from, but I hope this was helpful in intrusive thoughts or anxiety versus intuition. Um, we have the ability to create our own language with our body and also just knowing that that anxiety, intrusive thoughts, they're very noisy, they're loud, they're talkative, they're chatty. Your intuition is going to come through very gentle and not in so many words. You're just going to know and you're going to go, okay, even if it doesn't make sense in the moment, follow that kind of quiet peaceful knowing. Okay. So those were a couple questions that came through around thoughts and intuition. Going to go ahead and go into the next, which was, I'm seeing all these angel numbers. I'm new to the spiritual journey that I'm on or just waking up to myself. What do these numbers mean? Are they real? Is this relevant? All of the things, right? So this is a really fun one because I love, I love numerical sequences. I also really, really, really um, want to tell you guys this, that we are electromagnetic beings, right? Like this is also scientifically proven. That's why grounding the earth literally carries a charge. So when we ground, we connect and we clear our electromagnetic field. Literally, we are magnetic beings. Our brain and our chakras, they all carry a frequency and an energy. And this is something you could get into like neuroscience if you wanted to get really trippy with it. If you want to just take my word for it, take my word for it, but we are electromagnetic beings. And so um, frequencies like um, technology, social media, numbers, things that are around us, clocks, all of that stuff. It's really, really easy for loved ones to communicate through an electric frequency or electromagnetic field, which is why I um, I love when angel numbers come up on you know your phone or clock. They could come up just on a street number. Who knows? Everything is unique and divinely guided for you. I truly believe that. But signs is such a big one. Uh, okay. I have a really great book to, I'm going to be dropping more books, book recommendations. There's a book called Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson. It's a great one if you've lost loved ones or people who have passed to the other side and talks about signs that way. Um, I'm going to share, I think, a Amazon storefront books folder where you guys can just find all these books that I'm recommending. So they're just there. And then also in the newsletter, AG's Book Club goes out every month with the book that I'm reading. Oh, also my books and podcast highlight chocked full with tons of books and podcasts and audiobooks, things that I've just listened to over the years that have been really helpful. Because that's another top message I've gotten. We need more books. We need more resources. So serving it up there. Um, anyways, angel numbers. So this is a perfect example of how angel numbers have shown up in my life and how they have worked and in harmony with situations that I've been in. I have recently, this is a little bit of a health update as well. I have recently decided to step away from all forms of hormonal birth control. And this is not medical advice, you guys. If you're on birth control and it works for you, that's great. If you're interested in maybe stepping away from hormonal birth control, also great. I just am going to be sharing a lot of information on hormones in general. I think hormone health is just super important, whether you're on birth control or not. For me personally, I was on the pill, like birth control pills for 10 years and probably a year 
before I met Austin, I decided to get off birth control. I was single. I was not actively having sex on a regular basis. I was just like, I don't need to be taking hormones. And it just, I just got this really intense intuition that it was time for me to get off of it. And I went through a whole journey there, you know, cause then you like don't have a period and your body's just all like, what the heck? Something that was super supportive for me in that time was like acupuncture. And I, I learned a lot about hormone health. Then I'm at Austin and I decided that I was going to try out an IUD and I got an IUD and I had it for a full year. Intuitively for months, this IUD did not resonate with me. I did not like having something in my body. I can't explain it. I felt like my emotions were all over the freaking map. The anger that I had around my PMS, it was just weird things that were just like, this is not me. Oh my gosh. I don't know. The IUD needed to go. And honestly, I was just hesitant because at this time in my life, Austin and I are starting new careers, moving, going through massive life transitions. We are not in a time where we are trying to conceive. Obviously, I love him and he's my forever, but, and I hope that, you know, I will be blessed someday with a family for us. But in the, this time, I am looking for alternative forms of birth control. So anyways, I also learned all about like cycle tracking and cycle syncing and how we have all these different phases of our cycle to be um, basically really, really in tune with our body. And I just felt so not in tune with my body with the IUD. So anyways, I know this was a tangent, but I'm going somewhere. It was difficult for me because I was like, everyone always must be on Instagram. It's like, oh my gosh, you're glowing. Or people always think I'm pregnant. I don't know why. I don't know. Everyone's always like, oh my gosh, are you pregnant? I thought this would be a pregnancy announcement. And I'm like, holy moly, <laughs> I must just give off like, I don't know, really fertile energy. Fertile energy actually can show up though as really creative and like in periods of growth in your business, it shows up as um, the same. So who knows? Anyways. So I was like really fascinated. I'm really getting into cycle tracking. I have the aura ring that takes my temperature. temperature. So I'm doing like basal body temperature. I think that's what I said, right? I don't know. Um, I'm taking my temperature. I'm doing natural cycles. None of this is sponsored, by the way. I'm just telling you guys what I'm doing. Taking, you know, ovulation, ovulation strip tests every single day. Like just really, really, really trying to hone in on understanding my cycle, my body and tuning in and doing natural tracking and then just using other forms of birth control. Um, I'm going way into detail, but I just want people to know that that's what I'm trying right now. I'll report back, but also too, like I'm at a point in my life, I'm 29, Austin's going to be 35 soon. You know, I don't want to be on such intense hormones forever. And I just, yeah, I just decided it was what I needed to do. So anyways, as you can see, there's a lot of information here. It was just a difficult decision. And Austin was like, I just want you to feel the best for you. Like, no matter what, we just are so like, we're on God's plan. And if this is your intuition, follow it. So I said, okay, get that thing out. So I found a gynecologist down here. Didn't have a doctor. I actually found one of Austin's guy friends, girlfriends. So it was kind of funny because I've never gone into some appointment being like, oh my gosh, hi, I've heard so much about you. And now you're going to stick your hand in my genie pot. Okay. And remove my ID. Oh boy. Um, on the way there, I had not realized in the moment I booked the first available appointment, thought nothing of it. I was just like, I'm ready. It's time. Get this thing out of me. You guys, I look at my clock. I type in on the map. It says time of arrival, ETA, you know, on your little map, one 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 p.m. Do you know what day it was? It was November 1st on 11, 
one, 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 one. That for me is how angel numbers work. They show up in times where I'm really needing confirmation and ones for me always mean you're on the right path. I have sort of like created this own language with my angels where I know that like one means you're on the right path. Two for me means I'm exactly where I'm meant to be in that moment. So I always say when you're seeing angel numbers, follow exactly what you're doing or maybe what you're questioning or what you're seeking answers for or what you're literally doing in that moment and really hone in on that. So literally I enter in on my map to go get this IED removed and literally straight ones across the board. I get there at 111 on 11-1. I'm sorry, that's just not a coincidence. I don't believe in coincidences. Everything is a synchronicity in my book. On the way home, you guys, I drive a Tesla. My Tesla has 222 miles till update, which means my charge. And it's 2.22 p.m. I also said a little prayer too before I went in. I was like, if this thing comes out easy and there's no, there's just no questions, because sometimes it can get like lodged or wedged or there's just turmoil or whatever around the situation. I was like, you know, if it comes out easy, then it's just meant to be. And she was just like, yep, that thing was ready to come out, popped right out. <laughs> easy, breezy, lemon squeezy. So, and then all the way home, I got that 222 confirmation, 222 miles at 222 PM. I just felt like in that moment, I was really needing guidance that it was the right answer. And I do feel Probably the intent is that I'm supposed to be sharing more with women's intuition, hormone health, or so much there. So this is just part of the lesson that I'm going into and things that I'm learning about. So it feels really aligned. I feel so so much better. I could go into the after IUD removal. I'm, I, I know that's not what you guys are here for, probably, but hopefully, I do feel majority of this audience is women. So maybe it'll spark a little interest. But um, it's just very interesting. Yeah, I feel my intuition. I was doing readings and the IUD was just like, it kept coming up that it was throwing off my frequency, which makes sense because we have this energy that runs through our heads to our toes all the way through. And our womb is our literal sacral or chakra, our root chakra. There's just so much energy there. And the IUD, I could literally see it being like a physical block in my body. So bye. Um, but this has been funny because I'm, I've never has Austin Silvoy in his life ever wanted to hear this much about the women's women's reproductive cycle. <laughs> I tell him like everything every day, but he, he's curious. and Obviously he, he needs to know what's going on too. So it's been a learning journey for all of us. He's like, wow, there's just so many things that I never knew about. But you see what I'm saying about the angel numbers. And then I get home and I'm listening to podcasts about fertility, hormones, all of the thing. The first one that pops up, you guys, it's like episode 55 with these two doctors talking about the fertility awareness method. Guess how long the podcast was? One hour and 11 minutes. Like everything for me around IUD, hormones, health, everything was showing up as one, one, one. That to me, green lights all the way, baby. Angel numbers, when they are coming through, especially like multiple times, hone in on what am I seeing in that moment? What's coming through? What am I working through? And how is this showing me support? Literally, I scheduled an interview with Kim. She's going to be our next interview guest. She's been my intuitive guide and mentor. Actually, a lot of you guys said you've gone to see her. She's just amazing. Oh, she just feels like a warm hug. She just feels so good and safe. And I always call her just like, she's like my spirit mom. <laughs> she's not, she, we're actually, she's not old enough to be my mom, but she is a mama. She has a 12 year old son. So she just gives me such warm, like mom energy. Like, I feel like she was like a teacher, like your favorite third grade teacher. Like she's taught me so much and I just love her. She's coming on next, but 
when we scheduled an interview together, I actually pinged my assistant who sets up interviews and everything for the podcast. And Kim sent me a screenshot. She's like, oh my gosh, came through our interview, 1111. And the email came through at 444 PM, which was just funny because my assistant sent it. And, you know, she's, I don't think she's particularly attuned to angel numbers, but we were just like, oh, it's just such a beautiful union. Like we know it's divinely guided. So it's just a fun little happy confirmation that, hey, to me, it's just a little wink from the universe that you're on the right path. So Anyways, I thought the driving one 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 thing was crazy. Speaking of angel numbers and synchronicity and all of the things, I had such a beautiful synchronicity happen to me this past weekend or last week. I was in Nashville for my best gal, Fit by Kiki. She's a fitness influencer. We were actually roommates in Nashville together and she was getting engaged. It was a surprise engagement. I totally fibbed and told her that I was like going to miss her. She was coming to Nashville and I was like, oh my gosh, shoot, I'm not going to be there. I have to fly to Miami and I'm totally going to miss you. But of course I was just yanking her chain. I was there for the surprise party and it's been so fun to see her just fall so in love with Jeff. That's her fiance now. They just have such a wholesome, pure love. I've just never seen her so happy and And we really went through it when we were living together, just being single and dating absolute shitheads. So (laughs) I'm so happy for her. And Jeff is just amazing. He's really into um, the training space, but they both have such information around meditation or just mindfulness practices, but really um, how they show up in their workout and their training regimen. is really inspiring. Jeff actually just started a podcast with another guy named Mark. And Mark is at the engagement party and I hadn't, had not met them yet. All of Jeff's friends came as well from St. Louis. So this is like a new group. We're all getting together. So Mark's sitting beside me. He has the most incredible story. They just launched a podcast. I'll put it in the show notes. You can hear his whole story because I don't want, it's his story to tell. It's not mine. So, but the gist of what he's telling me is that he actually went to jail and he was in solitary confinement. And he found meditation at this time in his life and truly talked about how he was just so, went from kind of like me, you know, I was kind of a punk, not spiritual to highly, highly, highly spiritual and just so in tune. I mean, he's just amazing, just full transformation. And he tells me that he had a similar experience where he went to the other side, like my near-death experience. His went down differently, but I'll let him tell that story. But basically, he tells me he has an out-of-body experience similar to my near-death experience. And I'm, of course, I'm fascinated. I'm like, what did you, like, what was your experience like? Because I always love hearing other people's because honestly, most of them are very similar, which is even more interesting to me that we could just all have such a similar, but like, different experience. I I don't know. I'm just fascinated. Um, There's another podcast too. It's called Let's Talk Near Death. And she talks all about near-death experiences. And and I find that when you hear, I find that when you hear more about these near-death experiences, it makes death less scary. It takes the fear piece out of it. It's honestly really comforting and beautiful. I know it sounds morbid, but a lot of people wrote in saying they have related to me in the sense that they're scared of dying or scared of losing a family member. So anyways, that's just a little tangent, a little tidbit for you to take away. Food for thought. So I'm like, Mark, you got to tell me everything. What did you, what did you experience? You guys, no shit. He literally tells me basically my grid. 
situation. He's like, I realized how basically insignificant my life was without everyone as a collective. Like basically like we are nothing without everyone. Like we are all in this together. Like we are a part of this huge energetic grid. And he said he saw the earth like from a zoomed out perspective and how we're just all so attached and entangled. And I was literally like, this is crazy that we both, we've never met. We met at this time. And you're telling me that you saw the exact same thing when both of us went to the other side at totally different times in our life. I don't know. It was just such beautiful confirmation and synchronicity that I'm like, I know that we're all in this together. And it's why I don't really care if people are spiritual, religious, whatever. I'm like, no, no, no. We're just all, we come from the same particle, you know, this loving energy. And we're just so much more connected. And that's why I always tell people like, we have to learn to forgive people in order to experience true peace. Because, you know, when we're holding these feelings of resentment, we're carrying that resentment towards ourselves, And, you know, these negative emotions that we're carrying towards other people, we're poisoning our own well, you know, we're literally kind of poisoning ourselves. So it's just, oh, it's just so fascinating. I don't even know if I'm making sense, but I just love it. And I'll tag their podcast. Really interesting stuff, but just like such a beautiful confirmation that I'm like, oh my gosh, I've never actually met anyone in person that's had such a zoomed out perspective from the other side, similar to me out of the body and seeing that, you know, we are all one, we are all love, we are all from the same source. And I just take that every single morning and I just really apply it. Like every single person that I come across, even people that are mean to me on the internet or whatever, I know that I'm like, I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to be mad. I just say, you know what? I forgive you because you don't feel the same way as me. I'm not going to allow that energy to take me out of my knowing or my high vibration for the day because they just see things differently than me. And at the end of the day, we're all in this together. I know what I know. They know what they know. That's okay. If we don't disagree, if we don't agree, whatever, like I just bless them and I let it go. And it's really funny too, because now that I have this understanding, like we're all so connected, we're all energetically just here in this together. Like I do a lot of meditations around magnetism and feeling super, um, yeah, just like, I literally imagine that there's just like so much love inside my body that's just like swelling up out of me. And I give love to myself, to my body. And I just like, imagine this like, I'll do the meditations. I'm, I'm going to do some actual self-love meditations on Asia University. It's hard to describe on a podcast because I kind of need like a visual and to, to guide you guys through it. But um, I do these like self-love meditations where like so much love is just like flowing out of me and I'm sending love to people and it's this whole thing. And it's really funny because every time I do them, people, random strangers, I can always tell the difference in my energy because people like at the grocery store or people anywhere, it's actually really crazy. It's gotten kind of out of control at the airport because I get randomly selected for things all the time. And Austin is like, I cannot with you. Like we live next to a public. So I will literally roll out of bed, show up there looking like a bum in my pajamas absolutely not serving a look at all. And people will be coming up to me going, I love your sweatshirt. Like, I love this. I love your hair like that. It's like in the worst messy bun ever. I'm like, oh my gosh, are you serious? And now it's gotten to the point where Austin's like, I cannot everywhere you go, you freaking get so many compliments. He's always like, why doesn't anyone compliment me? And I'm like, it's because I genuinely think that I'm doing these like self-love meditations and there's just like love flowing out of me. And I think people just like, are kind of attracted to it and they just want to like say something nice, but I'm also like sending them love sort of subconsciously. 
I don't know, but it's the craziest thing because every time I go to the airport or anytime there's anything, I always get selected. Like, it'll be like, Hey, we got to like randomly select someone to like, sometimes it's like, we have to like search your stuff or whatever. Like I, I can't explain it. People just always like choose me for things or select me. I'm always like the random person at Benihana's that they throw a freaking shrimp into your mouth. Like, but I think it's because I'm always blessing people and sending love to them and we are connected and people can feel it. They just don't know. They don't understand maybe how it's showing up, but that's why I'm saying like, I see examples every single day of people reciprocating loving information, whether it comes through as a compliment or just saying something nice to me, which is always really sweet, but I always know I'm like, oh yeah, they feel my love. Um, when I walk by like, you know, a homeless person or, or someone, anyone, I always like say a little prayer for them and I send them a little love in my mind if I don't have, you know, anything to offer them in that moment. Like you can just do these little things every single day and I promise it starts getting reciprocated back to you. It's so amazing. Like people are, humans are so much more intuitive than we realize. Like I genuinely believe that we all have this telepathic way. It's just like when you walk into a room and you, you feel a vibe or you feel a certain way about someone or you're drawn to someone or you're repelled by someone. It's just this little telepathic subconscious exchange of energy that's just going on. We're very energetic beings. So anyways, I really went off on a tangent there, but it's just a cool little thing that I, I always like to do because I try to be really intentional with my energy. That's another book that Austin and I are reading is The Power of Intention by Dr. Dwayne Wire. That's coming out. Um, probably will be one of my AG's book club, like in the roundup. I'm going to put that in my Amazon storefront. So Austin and I have been reading a book together a night, which he's been going through a lot of like, I think spiritual growth himself, probably just being with me because I'm constantly like, I cannot get enough spiritual text and literature and things that I just want to share with people. I just find it's really helpful. Um, but Austin is reading The Power of Intention and we have made it a practice that usually in the morning or at night, it just depends on what we have going on. If it's a weekend or a weeknight, weeknights, we typically read a book together. He'll read a few pages to me and then we'll go to bed. We'll like kind of start winding down together. But I think that's a really good little tidbit or thing you could do with your roommate or a friend, a sibling, a partner, because it really opens up kind of like a deep conversation that you can have. And I just feel really connected to him when we do stuff like that. It's just like a good way to practice intimacy without it having to be, you know, physical touch, just like literally like intimacy can be sharing deep conversation or thoughts or, you know, just opening up. And I find he says he likes, he, he needs prompts which is totally fine. So uh book has been our modality, but anyways, the power of attention Power of Intention is such a cool book. It's a little slower. Like it's not like, but it's easy to read. It's not like, like I love tons and tons of stories, but um, it's one that I think about on a daily basis. Like I'm intentional with every bit of energy in my body. Like I say prayers of intention on this podcast and prayers for you guys. And I literally root everything I do with an intention. I always say like, I am rooted in love, guided from above. That's just kind of like my little prayer. Like I am rooted in love. Um, that's my intention with everything that people feel love and I'm guided from above. That's like God's watching over me or, you know, I'm a conduit for love. I allow love to flow through me. Like I do all of these intentional energetic protection practices and just really setting the intention for, I mean, truly everything that I do, like every exchange, every email I send, every brand deal that comes through, like I just view it as this is a gift that I have this abundance coming in from the universe and that I have this 
ability to share a brand that I love. And I just try to be really intentional that I'm going to like share the messaging and share the essence of the company to the best of my ability. And it just really changes the game for everything that you're doing. Even if it's sometimes it's a task that's difficult, I always try to like root it in intention, root my meals in intention, bless my body. Like, oh, it's just such a great book. I don't know. I just really went off on thinking about how much I loved that book. But it was really a light bulb moment for Austin because that's been the overarching theme for everybody that I've seen recently. Like the Mark character that was brought into my life that experienced an out-of-body experience as well. And he was just like, I'm so called to service. And Austin, after reading a chapter of that book, realized he was like, wow, I really understand how God works through us to connect all of us. And that's why service is so important because we're all in this together, right? So if you're ever in this moment where you're feeling stuck or shitty or just uninspired or you just need a perspective shift, the fastest way to do that is shift your mindset to, you know what, how can I help someone else? Because if we're all connected, right, and we're all in this together, if I'm helping someone else in this moment, I'm helping myself too, right? We're helping each other. We're all in this together. So sometimes I just have to get out of my own damn head and get out of my own way and be like, okay, how can I help someone? Because I know I have so much to offer and I know I have so many blessings in this life. Even if I'm having a really low moment, I can't see it right now. I know I can help someone else. So um, that was like a major aha moment that Austin had. He's just, he's really called to service and he loves to help people and to create experiences for people. And he's just so, uh, he's in software sales right now, but he just loves to connect with people. And I'm just really excited for everything that he's going to get into. I you know, me, you guys, I have the, that prophecy gift. So I just see so much growth and expansion and breakthroughs coming through for him. And I'm really excited, even though he's like, don't tell me, I just want to live it out in the present. I'm like, okay, but it is exciting because I can tell you guys, he, he does listen to my podcast, but I don't know. Um, I'm still going to tell you guys, I'm still going to be just honestly, so honest, even though I know probably people that I don't want listening to this or listening or people that don't agree or people that probably think I'm a nut, but whatever. I just, this podcast feels like the truest, most authentic version of myself. And it's been so liberating. I, I don't even know. I want to throw this out there too. When I launched this podcast, the day I launched it, I was talking on my stories about the podcast. And I was like, you guys launched this podcast. I had got zero feedback. It hadn't charted. None of that had happened. I was just felt so free to be like, this is the real me. And this is what I genuinely want to, to talk about. Because I found I was struggling just showing up on Instagram and only just, there was just only so many tutorials and coffee recipes. And I just felt like I'd done it all. And I just wanted more. I wanted deeper. I wanted to connect with people on a way deeper level. I'm so grateful for my Instagram and my following, but I just needed like more, you know, when you're just like, ah, just, there's just more there. And I know I can help people more than just a beauty routine, even though that is beautiful and helpful in itself, but could I add more intention or purpose, you know, or spirit to the process? And that's where this podcast really came in. Anyways, I launched the podcast. Never in my life have I ever gotten hundreds of DMs truly being like, Anna Grace, I don't know what you did today. It was kind of funny. People were going, I don't know what makeup you're wearing, but you look so beautiful today. And I was, I mean, literally I was wearing the same makeup I wear every single day where people were like, I don't know what it is about you, but you're literally glowing. You are radiant. Like something about you, it looks different. You look so different today. I, I like your hair. People were complimenting random things. They couldn't even figure out what it was, but they knew I looked different. And I just genuinely believe that when we step more into our authentic purpose, our physical manifests with it. 
I don't think I look different at all. I think, actually, I do think I look different. I think my face has been looking really different also from stepping away from alcohol. Um, I feel like I just look lighter and brighter and maybe just happier. And, and people are just feeling this like authenticity energy coming out of me. And it's literally people are compliment, complimenting me, which is really sweet, but I'm not saying that I need compliments, but it, I could just tell people were like, you look different, but it was funny. Cause like, you look so pretty. What is it? And I'm like, I don't know. I think it's just because for the first time in my life, I'm just saying, fuck it to the window, to the wall. I'm literally just going to talk about what I want to talk about and be the most authentic version of me. And I'm not going to hide anymore. And it just showed up on my face and my body and my skin and everything was just glowing. I don't know. There's something there, you guys. I'm going to dig deeper there, but maybe you can relate. Maybe you understand what I'm saying. Maybe you have no idea what I'm saying, but I just had to throw it out there because I just know that that's another thing. People are like, how do I know I'm on the right path? I'm like, our body just like reflects so much information. Like, I had a call the other day with a friend on a podcast. And um, if you're ever feeling frustrated with your body, this is such a good practice to just really tune into. And this is how I do. Like I have such a good relationship with my body or a healthy, loving relationship with my body. And every single day I'm working on it. Like it's, I think I'm deepening that connection. I can't wait to see where I am like six months from now, especially just being completely sober. Um, that's been a added layer of just commitment to myself and honoring my my intuition right now, like I said, I don't think, I don't know if it's a forever thing. I don't know. I could be sober forever. I could change my mind at New Year's and have a glass of champagne. Who knows? Whatever. I'm not, I'm not labeling it anything. I'm just living. But anytime our bodies are going through anything, I have learned to be so, so observational. Like there are times where I'm like, I can tell I'm really puffy or I'm swollen or my face is breaking out or I'm bloated or I'm, I don't know, having trouble going to the bathroom or there's just things going on that just, you know, typically kind of you're like, oh, this sucks. Or there are times where I know I've gained weight. I'm like, I've gained weight, but I'm not like, oh my God, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to diet. No, no, no. I'm literally just like, okay, here's how I view it. And this is how, this is a takeaway for you. I literally think of my body now as like this inner child version. I did an interview with my friend Sarah the other day and I kind of talked about this. Like when we are a child and we fall down, we get a scrape on our knee and we get a boo-boo, we're bleeding, we're crying, right? Something's wrong. We go to a caregiver and we're like, mama or you know, whoever your caregiver is, dad, grandma, I fell down. What do they do, right? They say, oh no, you know, it's okay. I'm gonna love on you. I'm gonna clean it out and put a Band-Aid on it and give it a little kiss and send you on your way. And you know what? You keep on playing, you keep on living. And one day you look down and it's just a scar. It's just healed and no big deal, right? No drama. That's how I view anything that's going on with my body. I literally think, okay, this is just my body saying, "Uh uh-oh, help, something's wrong. Something's going on here. I just, I'm getting your attention. Hello, I don't freak out, right? If I've gained weight, whatever. Our weight fluctuates all the time. It's part of being a woman. Like, let's just go ahead and that's okay. You know, the more you're like, okay, I accept that. Something's going on. I'm swollen. Maybe I've eaten something. It's not resonating. Whatever it is, I tune into that and I just really view it super objectively like this little inner child, right? This this part of our body is just trying to get our attention. And that was something that came up for me in the Akashic Records. I actually did a reading on myself for stuff around body. And 
um, my guides were like, you just need to view it as you would a little like boo-boo, right? Like clean it out, right? So let's let's reframe that languaging around it. What's our inner dialogue? What's our inner self-critic saying? Are we freaking out? Are we saying, you look fat, I hate you, go to the gym? Or are we saying, okay, I'm stressed out. I'm not prioritizing myself. My body is just telling me I need a little love, right? You see that perspective shift versus forcing and hating it being fear-based change. How can we flip that narrative to like, I'm going to show my body compassion just like I would my own child. I want you to talk to your body literally like your best friend or your child or someone that you love and adore so much. You're like, sweet child of mine, what can I do for you? Because something's going on, right? It's just observation. Just get observational. I don't allow these things to trigger me anymore. And that's been so pivotal. I just think I just look different, honestly, every single day. I'm just in in a really positive way because I'm just not allowing things to be all consuming. I've mastered that inner critic, that negative voice. And then, you know, so you're cleaning out the wound, right? We're cleaning out that inner voice, that inner dialogue. And then here's the next part. We're just going to show love. We're going to set the intention around whatever's going on around with our body, whether we're breaking out, whatever it is, we're going to say, I'm going to put on my skincare routine full of so much love, not I'm going to scrub my face until I freaking get all this stuff off my skin. Acne's gone. No, we're not going to yell at it. We're going to be like, I love you so much skin. You're so beautiful. I'm going to drink my water. I'm going to be so good to you this week. And I'm just going to drink my green juice and do all the things out of love, right? And then here's the craziest part. Just like when you put a Band-Aid on and you wake up one day and it's a scar, same thing. We're going to stop getting up every single day and body checking ourselves, staring at our skin, looking at our magnifying poor mirror. Y'all know that mirror, the one where you're plucking and you're picking and you're doing all the things because what you're doing is you're just magnifying and sending that negative fear-based energy back into our body every single day. When we're picking and we're looking and we're checking and how do I look and what is going on here and all these things, it's that it's almost like we're obsessively sending kind of these signals to our body that that she can't heal yet because our mind is, you know, out of out of whack or around the situation. It's almost like you got to look away. You got to find joy. You're like, I'm going to go on a walk. I'm going to clear my head. I'm going to look away so that this wound can heal, right? When we have a scab, we don't stab it, open it up every single day and say, hey, have you healed? And poke at it and do all these things. That's that's kind of what you're doing with your yourself or your body, right? No, we just, we, we seal it up. We bless it. We give it a little kiss, a little boo-boo, and then we send it on its way and it heals. That's the crazy thing about the body. When you set the intention for healing, for love, and then just get back into your life, find the magic and the joy in the day-to-day, you look up one day and those wounds heal because our body naturally is made to heal. The only things that stop it from healing is typically us because we're mean to ourselves. And I've been so guilty. I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not like I'm trying to school you guys right now because I do that too. So anyways, that was just like, I don't know, a random light bulb that popped into my mind around body and self-love. I literally think of my body as like this younger version of self or a child or how I would talk to Zane or anyone in my life that I love and that I care for. We have to view our bodies through that same lens, right? Because at the end of the day, when something's going on with our body, he or she is just looking for love, support, just trying to alert us that like something's going on and I just need your attention instead of freaking out and, you know, hating ourselves into a crash diet or something terrible. That's honestly not what our body needs at all. And I find that I can just really navigate any type of physical situation 
with a lot more ease and grace. And, and things come up for me all the time. Like I'm not perfect and I'm always navigating stuff and I'm always learning things and trying new things. And it's just, I know though that I'm committed to loving my body and being appreciative of where I am every single day. I took pictures the other day on the beach with uh, my friend, Sarah. She was here, raw and rebellious, shout out to her. Raw and rebellious. Sorry, I kind of said that all together. Um, her Instagram. I always have a code with them too. AG10. Not mad. Just love her. Love to support a friend. She makes really fun prints and jewelry, and she's just super funky and just such a down to earth. She's just a homie, and um, we've really gone through a lot of transformation together, especially with our relationships with our body. And we recorded an episode together, so um, she talks about her struggles. And that that episode will be out in the ethers probably around the same time as this podcast. So. I'll tag that in the show notes as well, but, um, I wanted to share, I wanted to share a little piece of our conversation because I find sometimes all we need is a little perspective shift or just a little, just a little nudge in the right direction that we have the power to shift our perspective, to hone our energy and to tune into our magic every single day. And we can really step in and out pretty quickly. I love a good perspective shift. So I wanted to share that as well. Okay. So the last bit of information that I'll leave you with is pretty much anything that comes up, any negative emotion, any trigger, anything that you experience that feels difficult is really just information. That's how I view it. It's information for me to hone in and go, okay, we just need to take a little closer look here instead of allowing it to disrupt my entire day. Typically jealousy, that's really honestly like a great emotion because when you're in a place where you're like, I don't know what I want, I don't know what I feel or what I what I want in my life, when you're jealous of something that someone else has, it's such a good indicator. It's something that you're honestly wanting in your own life, you know? Like sometimes those triggers are really just people mirroring back things that you desire or something that you need. Maybe someone got a new job or a relationship or, you know. That actually can be really positive things. It's something that you maybe are wanting to call in your own life, but you just need to clear some blocks or clear some energy around it and really get serious with yourself. Go, wow, okay, that kind of triggered me. Is that something that I want? Is that something that I've been resisting? Is that X, Y, Z? View those, you know, what we've maybe labeled in the past as negative emotions. What if they're not negative? What if they're just like so much information that is coming into our existence to show us what we want, what we're aligned for, what, I don't know, what our highest self is maybe trying to show us. So that was just something that kind of popped up on my Instagram the other day that people were saying they struggled with triggers or jealousy and understanding that those blocks can really be such a gift from the universe because we're always getting signs and those signs can show up in so many different ways, whether it's angel numbers or synchronicity or I told you guys that book called Literally Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson. That's a great one. Um, The universe is always communicating with us in so many different types of ways. Dreams, conversations, spirit speaks through people. When you hear something come through, multiple people tell you, that's a sign. That's confirmation. Like That's your guidance. So as always, we all have a soul's purpose here. We all have gifts. We all have access to our higher self energy. And I want you guys, that's your homework for the week, to practice that takeaway of tuning in and communicating out loud with your highest self and say, do that kind of yes. How does yes feel in the body? How does no feel in the body? I am calling on my highest self to guide me through this and honing my intuition. It is 
the most empowering feeling knowing like, okay, I have this knowing inside of me and I'm going to start working and calling it out. And I want you to speak it out loud and feel how does a yes show up? Do I feel a yes? Do I hear a yes? Do I see a yes? How does it feel in my gut? Um, doing that body testing. And if you want to go further there, make sure you're an AG, uh, AG University newsletter because I'm definitely going to be doing courses around creating languaging with the body. It's it's just so powerful, so fascinating. I love it. I love it. Okay. I have been talking for a while. So we're going to do, I'm going to leave you guys with an intention card again today because I love to pull these for you guys. They're fun and they just feel I feel so aligned and a last little food for thought to send you back on your day. Thanks for coming to class, you guys. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sending it to people and friends. Uh, we're getting hundreds of new listeners every single week, thousands. And it's just, it's, I really appreciate it. And I'm really grateful that you guys feel, um, that these messages resonate with you and, you know, that I'm just, I'm honored to be in your presence and on your walk and in your car, wherever we're listening today, I am grateful to be here. So the card that I pulled, also you guys, I'm recording a video that's going to be on YouTube. And so I'm showing the card. If you ever want to see me talking, uh, we're getting this sorted out. So YouTube videos coming and a few visuals for TikTok and reels and stuff, but it's just me sitting in my living room with my little mic. But here's the card. These are my unicorn cards. They are just really beautiful affirmation intention cards. They're just always loving words, um, but they have beautiful unicorns on it. So that's why I, they'll say like, these winged horses are these unicorns. I want you to, <laughs> I just always feel like if I was anything, I'd be a unicorn. So these resonate with me. So the card I pulled today is support ask for help, get more rest, nurture yourself. Feeling tired, burnt out, overwhelmed, or overworked is a call to lighten your load and recharge your batteries. Your energy levels are low and it is proving counterproductive to getting things done or being there for others. You may feel you have to do everything yourself or don't know who to ask for help. A part of you could be addicted to the adrenaline rush of stress and hustle. You may even feel it is a sign of weakness to slow down or that you don't deserve to be nurtured. You have nothing to prove by working yourself too hard or sacrificing yourself by doing everything alone. These winged horses urge you to ask for help, to get more rest, to be loving to your body. Schedule in non-negotiable time for naps, set boundaries around your work hours, and make getting a good night's sleep a priority. Hire an assistant or other team members for your business. Spend the day at a spa, book in for a massage or other body treatment, or simply take a day off to do nothing. Ask your friends and family for help with your kids or invest in additional childcare or nanny. You are worthy of the support. The extra energy you will have as a result will be worth the time and money you spend to give it to yourself. Wow, that one really like tied back in tandem with just being super loving to our bodies. And knowing that it's okay to ask for help. I feel like as females, especially, we give, give, give so much to everyone in our families. And just a good reminder to give back to yourself because you are so worthy of support and love and just being taken care of. You know, we all want to be taken care of and loved. So don't ever forget that. Remember, you are so worthy and um, I love you guys. Like I said, I think I was trying to say this in the beginning, I might have lost my train of thought. I can't even remember. I've been talking for so long at this point, but. 
I am going to be doing many episodes and those are going to be like the, the AG reading. So definitely submit the questions. They go into a Google Doc with your information and, and you check that you submit permission. But I will always share just the most loving version of that information and, and nothing too uh, personal or intimate. I keep, I really respect everyone's boundaries energetically. So um, just know that, that that you're always safe with me. And yeah, I think that's everything for today. I love you guys. If this message resonated, feel free to send it to a friend, share it to your stories. I've been trying to reply to everyone and um, leave a review. If, if it feels so aligned or you know you had a light bulb moment, I would love for you to share it with the class. So uh, let's, let's put that down in the reviews so everyone can see. That could be our little public forum, but I love you guys. Have a beautiful day and uh, you are dismissed. Mwah.